0: Sure, how I follow that. uh, Yes, it is. Absolutely. That's what's on my heart this morning. I was thinking this week, uh, Cassandra had to go get her hair done, so me and the boys were at home by ourselves. And uh, as we were cleaning up the room, Benson started singing Jesus Loves Me. And uh, it's no secret that. Hudson loves that song, but um, I hadn't really heard Benson really uh, sing it real hard before by himself. And uh, he just started singing it, and I thought, how big of a blessing it is to have a church that will teach your children about Jesus, uh, and how we can. Not every church has uh, Sunday school people and teachers and singers and testifiers and preachers who will be willing to teach children about that. They like to send them off into another room and and do their own thing, but I'm thankful that they stay out here with us and uh, how they can witness what it's all about. Uh, But at this time, um, I'm going to ask Taylor to dismiss us to Sunday school.
1: Appreciate everybody being in the Lord's house this morning. It's uh, it's important that uh, we come to God's house, and we might come. And I've done this a lot of times. We might come to, we might come to the Lord's house, come to church. <clears throat> and maybe not get where we need to, get, need to in our heart and really not get much out of the service. I've done that. I've done that. Everybody probably has sometime or other. But it's important that I show up when I'm able uh, for the, the main reason what, what God's got us here for is to be a light to the world. And if if I when I'm when I'm up on top of the mountain when I'm feeling pretty good I get I can get up tell you I love Jesus and and that being saved is the best thing ever happened to me and then if I don't show up next Sunday people might wonder why not I mean they don't maybe I'm sick but that, maybe not but if I'm, if I'm able to come to church, I need to be here just to, just to prove that what I'm telling people when I, when, I, when I am on top of the mountain, just to prove that that's right. And, uh, and that is right. Being saved is the best thing ever happened to me in my life. Sometimes I'm not on top of the mountain, and I do, I ain't got the joy ain't bubbling up in my soul like it ought to, like God wants it to. But every once in a while, that bubbles up and reminds me that I'm his and I've got a better place to go. All of you know all about them things, but sometimes it, when we get where we need to, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. But I was thinking this morning, I've worked several different jobs in my life. And uh seemed like when i first when I first start maybe the first four or five days, maybe I'd be kind of nervous about it and 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 uh it'd be kind of a i don't know a pain to to get through it, but after I got used to the job and learned it a little bit, uh most of them I could do blindfolded maybe uh, and and it was no problem like I could I could be doing my job and singing a song or, or do it thinking about the scriptures or whatever and and the job just come second nature because I used to doing it I ain't never got that comfortable with this job and the main reason is because when it's done right, it ain't, it ain't me that's doing it, <laughs> that I gotta, I gotta get me out of the way, and I've, I've said a lot of time, that's the hardest job I've ever had, I, I have a hard time with this guy right here, but our lesson this morning's in the 43rd chapter of the book of Isaiah, and, uh. Anybody could probably talk about that first verse for the whole lesson. But, uh, and and I might do it because there's some of it on down in there. I don't know what it's talking about. But (laughs) we'll, uh, but now, thus saith the Lord that created thee in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. That's talking about Jesus. We, we are His creation. And uh, uh, God said, well, we, we just go back to Genesis. God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness so then it said he made man in his image in the image of God created he them male and female I may not have quoted that exactly right but uh, he created them in the image David said I'll be satisfied when I wake with his likeness the little kids sang a song used to he's still working on me he's not done with his creation yet uh he's still in the operation of getting us where he intended us to be when he said let's make man in our image and after our likeness uh we're not in the likeness of god now down in my soul is he made that in his likeness the day i got saved and uh, uh and that's that's eternal This thing right here, he told me to put a harness on it and and keep control of it. Keep myself unspotted from the world and abstain or flee from the very appearance of evil. If you see the devil, come and run, more or less. And uh, so he gave he give me the job of taking care of this guy. And I've done a pretty poor job of it most of the time. But with God's help, with God's help, we can, we can live right and we can be a help to our people. If we couldn't, God wouldn't have told us to. He told me to keep myself unspotted from the world. And he. And if God said I could do it, then I can do it. Now, the only way I can do that, though, and I've done this, I couldn't, thousands of times probably. I've had to go to the Lord and say, Lord, I need some help. I just can't handle it. And we're weak. This flesh, this flesh is weak. Now, God, God put something down in here. His Holy Spirit, when I got saved, moved in here. And every time, and I I, I want everybody to understand, I think everybody here probably understands this anyway from experience. But every time, absolutely every time, that I've ever thought about doing something wrong, God was right here telling me that was the wrong way for me to go. Before I ever done it, before I ever committed to doing anything wrong, he was here telling me. I had an option. The devil's up here telling me do this and do that. God's down here saying, Don't do that. Who are we gonna listen to? A lot of times in my life I've listened to this guy up here and it got me in trouble. But a few times. some of the greatest blessings in my life there's been the times when I've been having a, a, a real bad struggle with something and get off and say Lord I need your help and he was there and, and picked me up and, and he put the devil away from me some of the greatest blessings in my life but anyway we're God's creation John three sixteen. And Terry used this just a while back. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. God so loved us. He loved His creation. You can, you can read, maybe it's in, it's in Matthew or Luke. Well, I, don't, I get them too mixed up sometimes where it tells the genealogies. And it goes back to Adam, and it says, Adam, which was the son of God. God's son by creation. And I believe he got saved, too. That's my thoughts, but... uh, But he was God's son by creation. Every one of us are the children of God by creation, and he wants... He loved every one of us and he wants us to be saved by the grace of God he wants every one of us to go to heaven he's Jesus died for whosoever will in other words he died for everybody and it's but it's up to us he gave he gave me the choice And I don't even have to tell my story. Everybody here knows it by heart, I guess. But uh, he gave us a choice. Like uh, Joshua told the children of Israel, choose you this day whom you'll serve. And uh, I had to make that choice in 1956 to come to Jesus. And I've had to make that choice every day since then. And that goes back to what I was talking. we got the flesh and this, we got a warfare. And it's a continual thing. I've thought, and this ain't, this ain't even on a lesson, I don't guess, but I've thought one of the greatest things about going to heaven, the devil ain't going to be there. You talk about peace. I got peace in my soul because the devil can't get down there. But he sure tears this fellow up sometimes. And he stays right after us. He don't, he don't let up. And uh, I like what Ronnie's grandpa said when they asked him, somebody asked him how old you got to get before the devil quits bothering you. And he said, you'll have to ask somebody older than me. And i don't I don't know how old he was, but he was he was up there and uh i'm I'm not too far from him. I don't guess, and you'll have to ask somebody older than me too. The devil don't quit he might change tactics on you sometimes and and make it. instead of tempting you to do something he tempt you to not do something and uh Sit down and not do nothing. And he, 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 works, he works on us. But we're God's creation. Now listen. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Over in the second chapter of Revelation, and I can't quote it, I ain't got it wrote down, but he said he'd give us a little stone, and in that stone a new name written, which no man could read, save he that received it. And God give us everyone a new name down in our soul, and when God calls, when he calls my name, I know it. Uh, when when God tells me when God tells me to testify or to pray or or whatever, if He tells me something down in here, which is where He talks to me, I know it. Now I, a lot of times up here, I'll sit and say, "Well." Should I do that or shouldn't I? And uh, if I'm not careful, I'll let the devil talk me out of it. That goes right back to what I just said. Uh, The devil tried to get us to not do things. And and that's just as much sin as, as going out and doing ungodly things. The only thing... If I, if I fail to do something, maybe nobody don't know about it but me and the Lord. But I throw this in for what it's worth. And it's worth a whole lot. If God gives you something to do, a testimony, a message to preach, or a song to sing, there's... Probably every service we have here, there's somebody here that's lost, and that might be the very thing that'd get their attention. You might get up and tell tell your experience and uh, maybe they'd think, Boy, I, I really I'd like to have that. And if you didn't tell your experience, they wouldn't have nothing to think about. So everything that God gives us to do is important. There's, there's anything God gives you is, is the, the most important thing in your life right at that moment. And it might be the most important thing in some lost person's life. You know, everybody knows, I said everybody knows my story, but I, when God called me to come to the altar, told me I needed to be saved, I was, I was going to hell, I was standing holding on to the bench, and I'd already made up my mind I wasn't going nowhere. I was, I was putting on a straight face and looking the preacher right in the eye, and I wasn't going to let nobody know what kind of shape I was in. If Edna Mason hadn't come to me that morning, I'd have stood right there and probably died and went to hell. So it's important that we do what God gives us to do. It's important to somebody's salvation. But it's up to them what they do with it, but it's up to us to do our part in the, I want to read a scripture in Deuteronomy. He said, O Jacob, that created thee, O Jacob, that formed thee, O Israel, in the 32nd chapter of Deuteronomy. The 8th verse said, When the Most High divided the nations, their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is a lot of his inheritance. He found him in a desert land and in the waste howling wilderness. He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. He found every one of us in that same wilderness. We was all lost and on our way to hell, and God come looking for us. He knew where we was at, but He come looking for us individually. He, he called us out when it was our turn. When, God, when I believe when God knew that I was the most vulnerable to His call, He come calling. And uh, every person, I heard a fellow on TV this morning say that, talking about different areas of the world and people that live there, and said they never, never, some of them never do hear the gospel. And I, I beg to differ with him. The the grace of God, the Bible said, that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Now, I don't understand how that happens or when it happens, but it happens. Every person that's ever been born or ever will be born will have an opportunity to be saved by the grace of God. And uh, the kids used to ask me in, in the young people's class about that all the time. How did the American Indians hear the gospel? I said I don't know, but they talked about the Great Spirit, and I know they did. They talked. To, they heard. They heard something somewhere that let them know that they needed Jesus. Now they. I don't know all about that, but God worked it out in His in His will. So, but fear. Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. Do you remember? when The day that God told you you was lost? I, I remember that day about like it was yesterday. And that's been 60. I was 15 years old. That's been 60 some years ago. And I was scared to death. I knew, I knew I was going to hell. I absolutely knew I was, and I was scared. When I stepped when I stepped out of that seat and headed for the altar, that fear left, and it's never been there again. So we can we can fear not. Now we, I've I've been afraid in this fellow here. A lot of times, I've wrecked a few cars and done some stupid stuff and and been scared, But down in here, there's never been any fear there again. Uh, God put, I was talking about it a while ago, he put that sweet peace down in here. And it's been there all those years. And it, it ain't went anywhere. It's, it's dependable. Now, I go up and down in the spirit. I get, I get low sometimes. And seem like I have, a, have a trouble maybe getting a hold of the Lord or whatever. But that peace that's down in here is there all the time. Even, even when I'm struggling in the flesh, God's peace is down in here and, and it's dependable. I can lay down at night, and uh I have no trouble at all sleeping. my wife my wife can testify to that. I, I, soon as just about as soon as I put my head on the pillow, I'm gone, and that's that's partly due to the peace that's down in here. The peace of God, the Bible said, passeth all understanding. I may not have quoted that exactly right. But it's, it's beyond our understanding. But it's real. If you've been saved by the grace of God, you know all about it. Anyway. I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. If we're not careful... After we've been redeemed, and he called us by our our name, and we're his, we try to take over the reins and act like we still belong to us. When I come to Jesus that Sunday morning, I give my entire life to Jesus. Now, sometimes I've tried to take it back. I'm as big a failure as anybody, or more so than most. But it has been a lot of times I've tried to go my own way instead of following what God wanted me to do. But we're his and uh and we ought to act like it. I ought to act like it. And uh anybody else got a comment?
2: on and says, now, you have, when you walk through the water, and if you think you're about to be overcome, or when you go through fire, even when we're his, we're still going to have problems, Right. Yeah, but he'll be with us, if, if we'll follow him, he'll protect us from all this, but it yeah. doesn't mean we're not going to get wet, as he said, you're going through the water." I, I will
1: And I thought I thought when I was going over this lesson that the children of Israel. Now, if you read the commentary on this, why they they kind of teach it a little bit from a natural side, the natural side of things, like he's talking about the children of Israel coming out of bondage in Egypt and Babylon and different things. But and and that's fine. I, they did they did do that, and it, it's revelant. and it's. Those things ought to be a lesson to us. But uh, they come through the, the the children of Israel come through the Red Sea. They went across Jordan through across the water. Then over in the book of Daniel the three Hebrew children were thrown in the fire because they wouldn't worship the king's God. And and we, we've never we've never had to cross like out of bondage across a, a dry riverbed, and, and I'll guarantee you, when they come across the Red Sea, it was dry as powder under their feet. They, they wasn't walking in mud knee-deep. And, uh, and the three Hebrew children, they threw them in the fire. And they come out of the fire, they didn't even smell like smoke. And uh, we may not have to face the flood. We may not have to face the actual fire, fiery furnace, but we're going to face things in our life that feels like it. The devil's going to throw everything he can at you. I I seem like I'll get back to this just every little bit but the devil's going to throw everything he can at us try to try to mess up our testimony so we can't help nobody if if my life if my life's a mess what good's it going to do me to try to invite somebody to come to my church or if If our preacher's life was a mess, I use him as an example that everybody knows him. A lot of people know him. If his life was a mess, uh, nobody wouldn't want to listen to him preach. That same way with every one of us. So we got to keep ourselves unspotted from the world be what God wants us to do and, and keep uh, David, David asked a question Said, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me and he answered that question he said I'll take the cup of salvation and I'll pay my vows now in the presence of all his people so if I pay my vows if I, if, I followed, if I followed the vows that I've made to God to the T, I'd, I'd live as close to perfect as a human being could be. I promised God how good I was going to be and, and all everything before, and said, Lord, if you'll help me now, I'll, I'll do this and I'll do that, and I'll, I'll be the best I can. God knew when I said that that it wasn't going to happen, but He helped me anyway. Now He didn't help me because of the promise I made, because He knew I wasn't going to keep it. But He helped me because He loved me. That gets right back to we're the children of God, and He's and a God that so loved the world that He could give His only begotten Son. What's He going to withhold from His children? If you need something, He's going to give it to you. If, if my kids needed something when they was growing up, I'd try the best I could to get it for them. And God loves us a whole lot more than we ever loved our kids. I don't understand how that could be, but it is. And He'll take care of us if we'll let Him. Anybody else got anything? So when... And, and Blaine, Blaine covered that real good. But when we, when we get in trouble, don't matter if it's water or fire or uh, just the devil throwing rocks at us, the Lord's going to help us if we'll let him. Did you ever have the devil come along try to talk you into something or out of something or whatever and try to just sit and argue with him and not not try to pray or nothing just try to argue with the devil. you can't out argue him. He'll win every time if you do that but get on your knees and he'll flee from you. The Bible said resist the devil, and the best, the only, the best way to resist him, now we, we can resist for a little while in this guy here, but sooner or later, the devil beat us. But if, if we resist the devil, call on Jesus, and he'll put him on the run. And I've told this experience hundreds of times, and, Everybody probably gets tired of me telling stuff, but I, was, I hadn't been saved very long, and uh, the devil, the devil, one day was bothered me all day. It's, I was going to school at Lima Senior, and uh, I come home and nobody else home. I went in the bathroom and got on my knees and prayed. And I got up, and we used to have uh, visitors' leaflets that we passed out in Sunday school. There was one of them laying on the dresser in the, in the bathroom. And the memory verse was, uh, and I can't quote all of it, but it said, uh, I'll not have you tempted above what you're able, but with every temptation there's a way made for your escape and the Lord filled my cup up and run it over and the, and the devil was gone. And I never will forget that. Every, every, time, every time the devil comes along, God takes me back to that. I remember that. And uh, God's, God's, been, God's been so good to me, I, Sometimes I, I have trouble telling it. But just little things like that, and that ain't a little thing to me. Maybe it is if I tell it to somebody else, but it, that's a big thing to me. And that's, a big ble- that, that's one of the big blessings in my life. Anybody else got anything? For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia, and Seba for thee. Now, I don't understand that at all. But I understand the Savior part. And in, in the book of Zechariah, maybe the 14th chapter, I'm not sure. He, he said it. There's a fountain opened in Jerusalem and part flowed to the former sea and part to the hinder sea. And the Bible said, the blood of Christ cleanseth from all sin. So if if Adam got cleansed, the blood of Christ done it. And anybody that's... the, The law, the Bible said, the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the express image could never with those sacrifices made year by year continually, make the comers thereunto perfect. The law never did take away sin. The law is our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. All the law was for was to let me know I was a sinner. And the Bible said we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But in order for me to to know that I was a sinner, now, I might have thought that in my head. Probably did sometime, rather. But in order for me to really know that I was a sinner, Jesus had to tell me down here. He said, no man can come unto me except my Father which sent me draw him. And I remember... I remember... uh, I don't even remember who the friends were now that I was with, but I I was with some other boys uh, one time before I got saved. And we we was joking about going to hell. It was a big joke. And I, 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 I think every one of you probably remembers when God told you you was lost. It wasn't a joke anymore. That made it, when God told me that I was lost and going to hell... That made it real, but when he saved me, that got rid of all of that, and what what I got down on down inside it, if it's possible, is even more real than that. It's lasted a lot longer, and I'm glad. Anybody got anything? Now listen, the fourth verse, since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Now, if you if you follow God, and, and this is about all I could get out of this. If you follow God, do what God lays on your heart, do your very best. You're going to help somebody. That that don't mean everybody everybody that you testify to or or witness to or whatever, invite the church, is going to get saved. But you will have an impact. And that's what God intends for us to do. That's what we're here for. Now, listen, and this 10th verse goes right along with what we were saying. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. And Apostle Peter said in uh, I believe it's the fifth chapter of Acts right in there somewhere he was he was preaching about Christ and he said we are his witnesses of these things and so also is the Holy Ghost which he giveth to all them that obey him now, I don't know if I quoted that word for word or not but that's the gist of it and we're his witnesses the only way now, now Peter and Peter and them guys could, could witness that. We've seen, we've seen Jesus do this and we've seen Jesus do that. And, and they did with their natural eyes. They could witness that. But they witnessed it most powerfully by the Holy Spirit. And the only way I can witness it, or the only way I can witness any of this is by the Spirit. I didn't see none of it. I've read the book. I've heard people preach and teach and testify and so on. But in order to give a a definite, truthful witness, it has to be by the Spirit because the Holy Spirit was right there when all of it went on and witnessed the whole thing. And He's a reliable witness. If you can... Anything just... Anything just... And I I say this all the time. Anything that we do in the Spirit is eternal. And... uh, So... If you want to help somebody, follow the Spirit. I knew a guy one time. I... Worked at Superior Coach. It's been... Been a long time ago, and he, he was a real nice guy, real religious fella. But he would people he worked with, some of them say a bad word or whatever, and he'd get on them, tell them they was going to hell for doing that. And uh, that's the wrong—that's the wrong attitude to have. You can witness to people without being. Uh, that blunt the only way the only way you preach or t- tell somebody something like that is if God really puts it on you <laughs> and uh, but the thing of it is we need to be a light to the world and be as humble about it as we can I think I got a couple of minutes. Maybe I can read the rest of this. From the Bible said, and he said, before me there was no God formed. Uh, the Bible said, from everlasting to everlasting thou art God, and besides thee there is none other. Something, something on that order. I believe that's in the Book of Psalms, maybe. But uh, I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, there is no Savior. Only one way to get to heaven. No other name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. If you don't get saved by Jesus, you, don't, you ain't going to make it. And a lot of people like to say, well, we're all going, we're all going to heaven just going different ways. There ain't no different ways. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And no man cometh unto me except my Father draw him. And uh, so it's only one way. And one way in and, and there's no way out. I have declared and have saved and I have shewed when, when there was no strange God among you, therefore ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. That's what we're, That's what we're witnessing, that He is God. And beside Him there is none other. So we need to let our people know that Jesus is the way, the only way, and that they need Him more than they need their next breath. Anybody got anything? That's all I got.